Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Wisdom Smack with me, your host, Michelle Spiver, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want you to join me on the flip as we get into dealing with all the stuff that's going around right now when we get into talking about tackling hard things about hard things. I'll see you on the flip. Hey there, and thank you for joining me on The Flip. You know, I always appreciate you showing up. And so let's go on and get into it. So we're going to be talking about how to tackle the hard stuff. That is about the hard stuff. And right now, you might be like, what is this about? And you are probably already in the midst of what this is about. But, you know, possibly you haven't had a time or it hasn't been the right time for you to look at it. And I'm going to tell you, if you are in similar situations with a lot of people where your life is upturned right now, uh, whether you have children at home that usually are not at home or you are finding yourself displaced from your work or... You're having to try to figure out what you're going to do with elderly parents or elderly relatives who depend on you or whatever it may be. This is a time of topsy-turvy. And when we have topsy-turvy times, they tend to make us have to face and deal with those hard things. You see, this is about that complex, all of the stuff that we tend to put off And it's not because we're procrastinating. It's because it's so complex. It usually takes more resources than we have. And it takes more skill and more maneuvering and finessing and all of those different things that we just don't have the bandwidth to handle. And yet and still, here we are. There are things that have to be figured out. There are times that need to be Uh, made use of that you might not have. You might be feeling like you're stretched too thin to think and try to deal with all all of the demands that are on you. But have no fear. Wisdom is truly here. So the first thing I'm going to say is this, is that an unconfused mind is the one that focuses on one thing at a time. Let me say that again. An unconfused mind is one that focuses on one thing at a time, okay? So let's agree on that. 
And the reason why I want us to agree on that is because I did a podcast the other day uh, that talked about how slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And if you take your time to focus on one thing at a time, even though everything is screaming at you for attention, uh, all the plates need to be spun, everything needs to be attended to. But if you can find that one thing that either is very easy to get done, can be done quickly, or is the one thing, that linchpin, that if you get it done, everything else calms down, falls into place, or becomes easier, then you will have done yourself a huge service. And although it seems like, oh, Michelle, that's you know easier said than done, what I think the challenge is for us when we're tackling those hard things about the hard things is for us to do that one thing to get to a point where we are unconfused and we become laser focused. We become that arrow that is sure to hit its bullseye and hit its target and to stick with doing that one thing. So I want to start off by saying that when you start to tackle the hard things about all the hard things you're facing, the best thing you can possibly do is to get laser focused and ignore the the desire, the expectation um, to multitask. Multitasking is of the devil when it comes to times like this, because you will run around expending your precious energy and resources and time, and you won't get much done. Because if you are putting a little effort here and a little effort there, and then all of the compounding things, you won't ever be able to overcome all of the compounding things that are out there trying to do a little bit of everything at one time. Okay, so let's agree that the first thing we're going to do as we're starting to finally tackle these hard things is that we're going to get unconfused. We're going to get focused. We're going to get to the nitty gritty of the simplest denominator that we can attack that we can attack. And to qualify that three things, find something that either can be done quickly. So if you're a person where you need that small win to give you confidence to keep going, go for that. Um, One of the others is pick something that uh, is a linchpin where it is, if you take care of this, everything else falls into place. Or pick something where you have the resources to do it. And if you get it done, it is not taking away your ability to focus on other things. You know, that little nagging something that you know you need to do. It's not fun. It it doesn't seem like it's going to make a big difference, but it's weighing heavily on you. You maybe have that gut feeling that I need to take care of that. If you find yourself saying I need to in regards to something that needs to be done, then that's probably your gut intuition trying to get you to take care of it. Because you may not know what is coming down the pike where to have that taken care of. Wisdom is really calling out to you and saying, hey, this might not look like much, but you would do well to deal with it. 
All right. So let me repeat this real quick because, you know, I want to make sure we recap and everybody gets to the same end here because we are really going to tackle the hard things about these hard things. So the first thing we have to do is to establish the fact that we are not confused. And an unconfused mind is one that knows its prime directive, that one thing that it is about to do, and how to start doing it, okay? So three different ways you can pick that one thing. Pick the one that's the simplest that you can go in and get out of the way, or pick the one that if you tackle it, it makes everything else easier, Or if you've got this gut niggling and this thing in the back of your mind that you keep saying or rehearsing, I need to do this, pick that one. Do not try to multitask. Go gung-ho and get it done. Get it done as expeditiously as possible because what it will do is it will clear up a lot of the mental bandwidth that you use to process your environment and what you need to get done. Because when you have to tackle the hard things, that usually means that you've got to become innovative, ingenious, and creative. It means that you have to push past what you would normally do to find the extraordinary uh, part of you. And you have to be able to have a vision to not only see what you need to be doing, but to have a game plan that you can actually do. One of the saddest things that I've ever experienced in my life is when I had an inkling of what I was supposed to do, but I didn't know how to start. I didn't know how to maintain, keep the momentum or get it going. I just couldn't get myself going. And it was because even though I knew what I wanted to do, I was still a bit confused because I hadn't committed to the bit. I hadn't committed to that one thing at a time. So do yourself a huge favor and get on board to tackle that one thing that you whittle down and get it done. And then you move on to guess what? The next thing and the next thing and the next thing. All right. So that's the first thing that we want to say. And wisdom wants us to know. Wisdom is moving mightily. And just because things are in topsy-turvy turmoil does not mean that you have to decline or lose yourself or lose ground in what you've been doing. There is a way to navigate. There is a way to succeed. There is a way to maintain. And so we are, we're not going to run away. We're not going to cower. We're going to tackle the hard things about the hard things. All right. So the next thing, now this is a big one. And that is, I want to beg of you to take a moment and understand the context of what is happening in your life, in your environment, and in your society. And that's fancy speak for getting past the hype, getting past the low-hanging fruit of gossip and low information, and doing your due diligence to seek out and get answers that are concrete. You're not going to get all the answers, but there's too much out there of that we can have access to, to get the answers we need. Instead of taking someone's word for it, someone's rumors, someone's whispers, contact whom you will. If that means you need to contact state and local government, or you need to contact hospitals, hotlines, um, your children's schools, the um, 
the the care facilities that are there that are possibly set up uh, to help those who are dealing with the elderly. Go for yourself, call for yourself and, and get it from, I don't want to call them the horse's mouth, but basically get it from the source and don't uh, just go on second and third hand regurgitations of interpretations of the truth. You must understand the context of your environment and know what you can do and what is available to you because you'll be surprised that there is a certain thing called the seeker's reward. We'll be talking about that in another podcast. But when you seek, you will find. And if you seek with a certain expectation, that is when you start creating rewards that will find you because you are seeking with the expectation of solving your problem, of finding the 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 golden, you know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow or whatever it is. So make sure that you do that because if you do not understand the context of your environment and you work on hearsay and social media posts, you will guess what? You'll be as fast as you're trying to get focused, to get unconfused and to get some um, get some traction. You'll be adding back in more confusion. You, I want it to be where you vet and test what you receive. I don't care if it comes from a family member, a best friend, a, a trusted Facebook group. Just because someone says something and they put official thises and that's on it does not mean that that is the right thing. It might just be hearsay, gossip, and interpretations of things that people uh, think are going to happen. Go and do your due diligence and go and get the information yourself to guard against confusion. All right. So that's the next one. So the first one we had was get unconfused by focusing on one thing. The next thing is, is to go to the source so that you can understand this, the tone, the mood, the context of the situation you're in. Someone might be telling you that one thing is going to happen, but if you would just take the time to get online, go to their website, place a call, um, call the local um, uh, news stations and, and places that will give you um more information of who to really talk to. And when you talk to those offices, you'll be surprised at what out here is myth and legend and what is the truth. All right. And then the next thing. Now, this one is a big one. And that is, well, all of them are big. That's why they're on this list. All right. Quickly assess. Now, I don't mean any harm when I say this, but quickly assess if you or someone that you've got to be locked up with, you know, uh, sequestered with, have to spend a lot of time with, figure out if you have a propensity or they have a propensity or, or if you both have a propensity of becoming emotional terrorist when under pressure. Now, an emotional terrorist is one who, uh, for lack of a better term, is unskilled or uh, does not have the proper skills to manage your emotions. And so you become neurotic, you uh, become contentious, and uh, it, it's a lot of drama. And it's it's hard because it leaves scarring on other people and it's it becomes volatile. And it becomes hard to deal with you or whomever. And there are some mixtures of people, 
when they get together, this is what happens. And so I want you to be honest with yourself, be mindful. And if you know that when you are locked up in the house with your kids for a while, it's going to, the bow is going to break. Take the necessary precautions to communicate to them that, you know, I'm probably, you know, say I'm gonna probably need to take 10 or if it's a spouse or a roommate or your parents or uh, your children, your adult children, whatever, take the time to be big enough to use your words <laughs> and um, do the pre- do the preemptive work of of getting an understanding and an expectation set that okay we're we're going to possibly have some trying times here and let's not you know uh, try to get on each other's nerves we'll agree to step away you know you have your corner I have my corner your bedroom your whatever it is but make sure that you do not let this catch you unawares because There are things that, whether you believe it or not, once they're said or done, they can't be taken back easily. And you just really don't want to add that into all of the things that you've got going on. All right. And just just be aware of that. Okay, because wisdom is is calling out for us to be able to navigate this time that we're dealing with, because there are hard things, real hard stuff that you're going to have to deal with. And you're going to have to have all of your wits about you. You've got to be on your A game. And so these are just some things. It's not an exhaustive list, but this is some mother wit wisdom, if you will, to help you to be aware. All right. And then the next thing is understand that some things are a trend for a reason. And when I say a trend, what I'm talking about is something of the now. Do not get caught up in only focusing short-sightedly and being narrow-minded about trends. Trends came to pass, but never to stay. So while you might be concerned about what everybody else is, yesterday on yesterday's podcast, we talked about um, the illusionary truth effect. And what that is, is when people tend to believe false um, information because it's repeated. And usually it's repeated by someone they hold in authority. I want you to be aware of trends and don't 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 get locked down to only focusing on those things that are short sighted, like um the people who might be uh, talking about, I, I don't want to give any specifics because thank you, but I'm realizing that I actually do have an international audience. So I don't know everything that's going on in your area, but I do want to tell you that wisdom is here for you. So what I want to say is um, be be mindful, be aware, and don't be short-sighted, okay? And so the next thing is, and I'm, we're going to really take some time with this, and that is to stick with what you know. There is a book called The uh, Wisest Man in Babylon. And in that book, it talks about some ancient truths about money or the laws of gold. And there is one that sticks out um, from that book. And it talks about how you're basically a fool if you invest in something that you're not a, um, that you're not versed in. Um, 
because it opens you up to people um, stealing from you or, you know, swindling you and the like. And I wish I could say that that is something that we don't deal with anymore, but that's not the case. So many people out right now are, and I, I get it, you're, they're really trying to be opportunist. But be an opportunist in the areas that you have had time to be seasoned and to grow in. If you don't know anything about stocks, about buying real estate, about opening a business or any of those things, do not in times of hard decisions and trying times where there is a lot of uncertainty, do not try to venture into an area that you're not well versed in, even if it seems like it's a good deal. Um, And if you want to dabble, dabble, but don't go all in and then find yourself um, taken because you didn't know the nuances and the finesses that people can pull on you. And I know it, it, it might be tantalizing to try to get in while the market is doing, you know, this or that. But the time for you to have learned how to do the real estate, the, um, the stock trading and day trading or whatever it is that people are talking about that the opportunity is now, the time to have learned that is not now. It was last year, two years ago. And so, like I said, stick with what you know. If you feel like, well, I don't know enough about anything, that is not true. You would be amazed if you take this time, like I said, get unconfused by focusing on that one thing. If you take the time to look at what you do know, what you are really good at, what possibly you do every day or what you tend to do. Those are going to give you areas where you can start to expand and explore to grow what you're trying to do in your life, to um, seize the day and make your opportunity. For some people, it's going to be something as simple as possibly um, going and procuring little uh, resources here and there for uh, something that you can turn into something else. I have seen people launch entire decorating businesses off of their know-how and creativity of going to these dollar stores and getting things for a dollar and then assembling them in, in ways that make people take people's breath away with how beautiful they are. I've seen other people who because they now, you know, not now, but they've um, been out of work and they had to. Remember, we've talked about necessity being the mother of invention uh, because they had to. Those those latent gifts that they had came to the forefront to help them to do things. You know how you hear people saying, well, I kind of um, lucked into this or ran into this or whatever. It was just because it was the necessary um, collision of things that were happening to get that person to the point where they were like, it's do or die. I have to get this done. And they were able to get it done. When we talk about sticking with what you know, you know, it's not the time to try try to get into areas that require too high of a learning curve. 
because the situation is already hard enough. Don't make it more complex and harder and give yourself more to be confused about by muddying the water to try to get in and do something while you're learning it. It it just, (laughs) you don't have to trust me, but understand that this is one of those foundational wisdoms that you don't play with your money, your 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 livelihood is um, when there's too much on the line. It's like going up and saying you have one at bat and you must hit a home run. If you don't, that's it. Everything goes to 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 pot. Those are the kind of odds you set yourself up for or your loved ones set themselves up, you know, when you try to do that. And I will say this, tackling hard things during hard times requires that you get a background. Now, I know you might say, I don't want to do this, but just go back and look at, and you can find this online for free. Google it. Uh, Go back and see what people were doing um, October, the latter part of October 1929. And uh, look at what they were doing by December of the same year. And you will see patterns of all the things that people were doing to either successfully navigate rough times or failing miserably to do it. You had people that came in and I, I, I'm I'm really thankful that you're listening to this point, and I don't want it to be harsh, but I'm just going to have to say it. We're in a time that if you don't heed the wisdom of sticking with what you know, making sure you have that unconfused mind, understand what's a trend, and don't be so short-sighted, learn to look at things for the long haul. And stick with what you know. If you don't, if you if you disregard wisdom trying to tell you this, you will become a glorified sheeple. And there are always wolves out there ready to cull you away from the herd and ravage you, devour you. And I hate to say it, but it's not a if, it's a when. If you if you go against this mother wit wisdom that you already know. I'm just confirming some things for you. It's not like this is novel, (laughs) you know. So understand that you are already equipped with a lot of uh, information, of wisdom, of guidance, of intuition that will keep you on the path that will help you to navigate. It's just that you have to kind of be reminded and not veer off with the pretty shinies, not veer off with the, oh, I can make a lot of money right now. Don't go and take all of your reserve and put it on something just because, oh, it's real cheap right now. If you're not used to dealing with, you know, a lot of stuff, (laughs) then don't do it. I will tell you, there is a reason why it's safer in the middle of the bell curve. It's when you veer out to the left or the right, you really need to know what you're doing or it's not going to go well for you. And I want you to realize that at this particular time, the goal, when everything is said and done, when you're tackling hard things, uh, about hard things, the goal is to survive and thrive and make it through. And so if you've been listening to me, I talked the other day 
And I talked about infinite and finite games. Yes, I'm talking about it again. (laughs) And I talked about how if you are trying to play a game to win, the kind of training, and that's what you get, you get skills training. And that's so that you can win a specific goal or get to a specific terminal point to conclude the gameplay. But if you are playing an infinite game, which means Basically, it's a game of life. It's survival. It's to try to prolong the best quality or state that you can be in for as long as possible. That means that instead of getting just training and skills, you have to get education. And so where training and skills helps you to do the specific, education helps you to tackle the broad, whatever comes. Whereas finite games, training and skills is all about power, to power through, to overtake something and to win. Finite, infinite is all about education so that you can handle whatever comes, but you're also growing your strength and your endurance and your stability to be able to sustain and endure for however long it takes. And sweet pea, I just want you to know, dear beloved, listen to me, listen, Linda, listen, that right now you are in a state of endurance. This is not about winning. And for a lot of people that don't know, they're not vetting. Remember I said calling around and figuring out and not just believing and being gullible to everything that you hear and acting and, you know, reacting. Um, it would it would behoove you to embrace how you need to quote unquote tackle hard things by becoming more astute, by um, doing what it takes to become wise about it. And so that means you do, you move differently because it's about understanding that this is about endurance and this is about gameplay that goes on for as long as possible. So you got to be, you got to be true to it. You got to be in it every day. It's also about understanding that everything that everyone does is not necessarily for you. And I'm going to tell you, it takes a lot of internal uh, fortitude to go the other way when even the people you love are trying to go away. There, there is a certain amount of social pressure to do as all the sheeple do. But if you really want to tackle the hard things and make it through, not losing ground, hopefully you do better than maintain, but at worst, we don't want to lose any ground. Want to keep going, then what you'll need to understand is stick with what you know. Okay, so in my last few seconds, let me let me go on and uh, reiterate what we've talked about today on how to tackle hard things about hard things. The first and foremost is I want you to make sure that you do not have a, a confused mind. You want to have an unconfused mind. And that means that you need to focus on one thing at a time. Don't try to multitask. And we talked about the three different ways you can figure out what you're supposed to focus on. The next thing is understand the context of your environment. Go vet and get the information for yourself. Don't just take someone's word for things. Check it out, verify, confirm, and figure it out for yourself because you 
don't want to be a victim of uh, hearsay. And just because everybody is saying it, you believe it. We talked about that, the illusionary trust effect, where people tend to believe false information because they hear it a lot and they hear it from people that they deem have authority, whether it be friends or even officials. Go and do your due diligence and cross-reference. And then the next thing is, is to make sure that you don't become an emotional terrorist out here in these streets. If you're cooped up with someone or your uh, living situation has become a little more crowded, make sure that you recognize that this is a hotbed. And and the reason why you want to make sure you understand this whole thing about emotional terrorism is because you don't want to get triggered. You don't want to get off your game. You don't want to cast yourself back into confusion and um, lose ground. And the next thing is, is remember that a lot of things that you're seeing right now are trends. They are short. They came to pass, not to stay. Do not get on the bandwagon and lose sight of the long haul. The a lot of trends are short-sighted. They were they will pass. You have to look past them to see how will I endure? How am I going to make it? Uh, don't just try to uh, be in the now. You have to be preparing for the future as well. And then stick with what you know. Do not try to go and do stuff you've never done before because you're trying to find an opportunity. You see, there is a learning curve for a lot of stuff that you're going to encounter. And if you have no idea of what you're doing or you've only vaguely done something in the past, now is not the time to go and try to work in um the area of people who are well-versed in something because you will get your lunch handed to you. So be mindful of that. Yes, there are great opportunities for the people who understand how to make the most out of them. Don't get tricked out in these streets and get duped because there are opportunities and then there are sheeple. Do not become a sheeple where the wolves are out there ready to get you. This is not about fear-mongering or any of that kind of stuff. This is simply to give you some ways to be able to navigate through these trying times because wisdom is truly calling us. And if you listen to your gut instinct, to your intuition, you will be amazed at how she will navigate you through these uncertain times. Check out yesterday's podcast for more on that. And so guess what? Yeah, my time has been up, (laughs) y'all. This is Michelle Spiber, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Know that I am here with you, sending you out not only love and light, but wisdom, intuition, knowledge, sight beyond sight, that you'll be able to see clearly, know clearly, and do clearly what it is that will always make you better. So don't forget to check the uh, show notes, uh, like, subscribe, and support. And guess what? This is a daily podcast, so you guessed it. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of your night, rest of your day, rest of your morning, or whenever you're listening to this. I'll talk to you later. Bye.
And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.